The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. As a small fat who is also white, pizza is a vegetable. Skinny privilege literally exists. I'm sharing my own lived experience. Sexy fishes. I'm perfectly healthy. Lazy little beach. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! <laughs> Testing, testing, test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 24, Hundo and Fuatifua of Zadeli, Mother Suo, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustles, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. In today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you beaches. It's the fucking Catalina wine. It's the fucking Catalina wine. When we started the show, we had the red tint on from yesterday's overtime, which is great because that's just leading me into the first point of uh, the first topic of the day. Make sure you go and you check out yesterday's overtime segment for members inside Swole TV. It was absolutely fire. Brand new DWG is was featured in yesterday's overtime. Oh my God, it was fire. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed the overtime yesterday. Look at this hair. Just took the braid out today. Oh, looks like some of the braid didn't come out. There we go. There we go. Get that out here. Now, if you haven't noticed, the nips are covered. It's fucking freezing. It's fucking freezing. My cold plunge goes down to 39 degrees. I go out today. It's 37 because it was so nipply. It was so nipply. And tonight is going to be even colder. It's going to be even colder tomorrow. It's going to be cold for like two. It's going to be cold, I think, until Wednesday. And then it gets back to some normal, normal action. And of course it figures, it figures that I picked up the hack squat yesterday that I've been talking about. So the Swole fam knows that, put it outside and the day that I want to use it, it's fucking cold, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. It's cold outside. I'm just going to pretend like there's, I'm in a gym and the AC is just on and the owner is just a lunatic and it's broken. It's just on really cold and it'll be fixed soon. 
it'll be fixed in a couple days. So it's cold down here. Let me see what the temperature is for those of you um, that are living in like negative single digits. You're going to be like, oh, you fucking pussy. 51 degrees. 51 degrees. 51. Inconceivable. 51. 51. 51 fucking degrees. Uh, You don't have a picture here? Let me see. I can pull up a picture. I can pull up a picture. Here it is. This is before I picked it up. I have it in uh, iMessage. You guys want to see it? Let's see. Let's check a look at it. So I just picked this thing up. This is as ancient as it gets. I'm going to put this on the screen. Oh, that's the whole fucking screen. I'll put this in the bottom right-hand corner. Look at that fucking squat rack. Not squat rack. Look at that hack squat. So a lot of you didn't see it because I, I talked about it in the round table on Thursday. And Friday and overtime, we talked about it. But if you're listening to it, you don't see the pictures. So on the video, if you're not watching, you can check it out. Bottom right hand of your screen. This thing, yesterday, yesterday I spent, yesterday I spent a good hour, a good hour on Google trying to find something like it. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I think I've seen a picture of something like it before of someone doing an exercise like Tom Platt's doing an exercise on a squad, but it was from the front and I haven't been able to find that picture again, but this is so old. There's no markings on it. It's all steel or iron. It's all like the wheels are, the wheels are steel. It's all metal and it's heavy as fuck. It doesn't look like there's much to it. It is heavy. They don't make stuff like this nowadays. It is dense. It's such dense material. And it actually folds up, so it adjusts almost vertically. That back bar slides up, and the bottom bar adjusts too. Anyway, it's awesome. So I'm going to get some leather tape or pleather tape and put it on and kind of fix up a little bit the um, the pads that are ripping. I sprayed some white lithium grease on some of the joints, but there's nothing else. There's nothing to go wrong with it. There's no cables. There's nothing that's going to latch on and rust. It's just metal on metal rolling up on these triangular uh, rails. And it's awesome. It is so fucking awesome. So I did find some similar types of equipment and my guess, I don't know if this was made in the sixties. It could have been made late sixties. Uh, there was some equipment I saw in some gyms from old gym pictures that kind of look similar from the sixties, but it kind of reminds me, it looks like seventies. It looks like late sixties, early seventies. I would place it. I don't know if they're making equipment like this earlier in the sixties because it is very well made. And there are certain things about it that it just doesn't look necessarily like 60s to me. But I would say early 70s or something like that. But a lot of gains have been made on this thing. It's awesome. And I used it. It's fantastic. So I'm probably going to do the bottom foot plate is kind of a little soft. It's like a spongy kind of rubber. And it's outside. I have it outside. So obviously this like shag carpet or whatever the fuck it is. It's not shag, but this hotel carpet or whatever that's on the foot, that's going to rot outside. So that's not going to be, that's a no-go. So I'm probably just going to put some, drill some rubber onto uh, at the bottom. But yeah, this thing is American made. I would doubt if it's from anywhere else. It's it's a beast. And it's fucking, it, it was great. I used it, it works great. It works fantastic. And I have it just covered with the tarp now. I can't wait to, to get my first workout in on it. Um, I'm super stoked. So that's that. For those of you that were interested in updates, but if you come across any pictures or anything that looks like this, make sure you make sure you send it to me 
And uh, you can share it in the Swolfam Telegram chat and totally, totally down to if you find something like it. So those of you that are internet sleuths, you can go and look that up. All right. Drop in the comments down below what you're smashing today. I'm smashing some fucking hack squats. I can't wait doing quads today. It's going to be fucking lit. Uh, Matt the Great says that's straight out of Pumping Iron. It's honestly art. And Pumping Iron was made in like 1974 or 75. So that would lead to be late 60s, early 70s. Because who knows when that was made? But it definitely looks like it has that thin padding. The padding is not really fluffy and thick. And the cool thing is a lot of hack squats now, they're made of metal, but they kind of have plastic parts or plastic coverings on the outsides. And I don't know. It's just the welds are not the same. The welds on this thing, it's just... I'll have to do like detailed pictures for the Swole fam. I'll take like close-ups of some of the joints. Those of you that are industrious, you'll appreciate it. But it's just, it looks like there's not much there. It's just thin square bars. It is so fucking heavy. It's so heavy. It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. And I'm I'm shocked. Not only that it was available, but uh, the price that I got it at was just unreal. I was like, dude, what? In my head, I'm thinking, why are you selling this? Why are you selling this? Why are you selling this? I had that little conscious in my brain going, why are you selling this? Why the fuck are you selling this? Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. You know that voice in your head? I was like, don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. I'm just like smiling like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. (laughs) I'm so stoked to have it though. Anyway, um, I'll do a lot of videos and yeah, those of you that are interested in the welds and stuff like that, but I haven't found any markings or so I have no idea. I have no idea. It's definitely industrial made. It's, it's no one made this themselves. So we'll see. Uh, but very cool. Gains shall be made. All right. Drop in the comments. What are you smashing? Let's get into today's episode. A little bit of a, a little bit of a pre-tip. That was a little pre-cum before we start the show. Make sure you hit the like button. Everyone that's watching, most of you are watching on YouTube. So do not hold back. Hit that like button. It helps tremendously. If everyone that's watching hits the like button, YouTube's going to share with a lot more people. So thank you for doing so. Leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you bang your ear holes, the greatest show in the realm. Here is the Tainty Man. He's all tuckered out. We had a nice hour-long walk in the freezing fucking cold, but he was a boss. He was an absolute boss. (sighs) Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's get into it. Uh, Reminder, reminder, we will get into some questions. Uh, in the knowledge cock portion, but tomorrow is ask Papa Solio live. So if you didn't get your questions called in for today, go to askpapasolio.com and submit a question for the show. We'll get into all of those tomorrow. And, uh, of course we have our accountability meeting Monday, uh, at 12 noon Eastern time, January the 16th. So just a little heads up. We'll talk about it again later in case people are coming in live uh, a little bit later in the show. Now, that being said, let's get into the nut. Let's get this card busted open here. Here we go. What's in the box? Falk.
Don't forget to cup the balls. Hashtag SwoleSlabishes. Drop that in the comments down below. Triple S. I recommend Triple S. Triple S. Hashtag Triple S. Okie dokie. I just realized I was missing out on some of the questions. I was on a different screen for the Telegram chat. Let's see here. Brandon says, Papa needs to stop being a little beesh. Motherfucker. God damn it. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Damn my God. Um, let's see. Guy says, vertical adjustment. That's badass. Hack squat at my gym seems an odd angle. Blows my knees to trash compared to another gym. Different angle, no pain or issue, and I can load it up. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, the cool thing about, and I, I'm not going to go, I know, going really deep or hard on the um, this image, but at the bottom, um, I'll zoom in here a little bit on the picture. I just find it interesting because this thing is such a relic. And Julian says, I sent a screenshot to my dad. He had in the early 80s. So, you know, but it, all, it depends on when it's made. Right. So early 80s. So maybe it was made. I, I would go with made in the late 70s, right? Mid late 70s, something like that, or made in the 70s. And he had it in the 80s because equipment like this obviously is still around today. So I would, I would give it like 50 years for sure. 40, 50 years. Um, but this bottom portion, uh, you see how like there's a pin on the bottom so you can adjust the angle of the bottom part. But at the base of that, where it attaches to the machine, it's just a hinge. So I can actually lift that bottom I can lift it up and put it up on a block and angle it even more. So I can really customize the angle completely, which is cool. So that's not the limit of, or I can get another, uh, another bar, maybe custom made that will replace that one same size. So it'll fit. But, um, I have it up on a cinder block now just to get the angle different. And going back to what guy was saying about the different adjustments, it's very important to make sure that you have a good adjustment. Cause sometimes if the foot plate is a little bit more open, the angle's more oblique and you're pushing down, you might push more pressure into the knees. It might shift more weight into the balls of your feet, and then it might cause issues. But a lot of people do hack squats wrong, in my opinion, or they don't do it so it's optimal for the exercise itself. But um, I like to do my hack squats Tom Platt style. So feet at the base, toes pointed out like a duck, and the knees are driving out, and also doing sissy squats on it. And I tried both of those, and it works pretty, pretty awesome. But uh, we'll get some videos that way. Those of you that go to a gym and have access to a hack squat, you can do it. And a lot of hack squats today are, especially ones that people get at home, are leg press hack squat combinations where you can move the pad and do either a hack squat or a leg press. Uh, personally, I'm not a fan of the leg press, but to each their own. We've talked about that a few times. Now, fam, let's get into that tip. <laughs> Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside, but very cool. Very cool. There was a gym, there was a gym that I used to train at a long time ago, long time ago has since shut down. A lot of these gyms sell equipment or they junk it, whatever, or people buy it. And then they just, I don't know where it goes, but it was an old school gym. It was old school equipment. It had some new stuff too, but it had really great condition, old stuff that I've never seen ever. And a lot of, you know, this there's, there, there are, there are new machines that are fantastic. There are new machines that really have great angles that move fantastic the science and the technology in order to create these machines at a affordable price for gyms for commercial use have improved. So you can get really cool machines today. However, there are certain, certain machines that are old that just suck. Like they're just awful, but there are some machines that are older that they just don't make anymore. 
And a lot of times, even if they remake the machine, it's the same type of machine. The angles are different, but also the materials are different. And it just feels different because the metals are more what alloy, right? They're they're made so they're cheaper. You're not using pure steel. You're using other things so it's not as heavy. Because if you make a machine that's super heavy, if you if you make a machine that's 500 pounds more than it needs to be, it's going to be hard to move. It's going to be hard, heavier to ship. It's going to be more of a cost to ship. It's going to be blah, 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 right? So a, a lot of that comes into... And where are you making these things? If you're making the United States, it might be less to less distance. But if you're getting it from China, they're going to make it with like the cheapest fucking shit possible. So the old school United States made equipment are going to be fucking U.S. steel. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be dense. It's going to last a fucking lifetime. So anyway, that's what I liked about it. That's what I liked about it. I like the fact that it's old school and it's very likely American made. I'm just I'm just trying to find a manufacturer, get more details on it. So if you want me to make a video on it, make a video, maybe breaking down some old school equipment. I would totally love to just buy vintage equipment. I just don't see it many places. Anyway, cool stuff. Cool stuff going back in time. Yeah, it's like an old muscle car. Yeah, it was cool. It was more of like a collector's item just in itself. I'm just super stoked. I can't wait to use it. All right, uh, hashtag swole slut for a chance to win today's swole card. And uh, let's get into the first Swole Fam post. All right. We already busted a couple nuts. What's in the box? Why are we? No. Falcon, the fucking button. No, 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 no. No, no, no. 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 Turn it off. Can we stop it, please? Okay. I stopped it. (laughs) I guess we'll do it again. I can't stop the music. I can't stop the music. I can't. I don't want to stop it. Ah, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. All right. <sighs> we'll kind of do it again, I suppose. I killed the music. You don't hear it, right? I muted it. So hopefully you guys don't hear it. I'm listening to it, though. Unreal. Good. All right, so you're not hearing music. I'm just talking. All right. Jesus fucking Christ. I apologize for that. It was... uh, Why is that still on the screen? The busting of the nut. Um, I cut off the audio. I listened to that the whole fucking time. The whole thing I heard. So my ear holes were blown out. So if you're just listening, you heard me talking. Now we can get back into it. Just the tip. Here we go. Drum roll. What's in the box? All right. Thank you, Falcon. Always, always a great time. Yep. Yep. You nailed it. Great. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. All right. Joanne just wanted to share a small success. So now I've theft the alcohol for good. I started back at Muay Thai classes, as I mentioned in an earlier post, being considerably heavier than when I stopped training Thai two or three years ago. A big concern was my joint strength and stabilization under such extreme twisting and impact, not to mention the ACL injury that stopped me doing it in the first place. Over time, I have done a lot of the primer week in the 90-day dash program and further into the program, I have practiced a lot of swolga to the point I know some of the the flows uh, by heart, and I practiced the mobility exercises. My first two classes of Muay Thai are done and dusted with the ability to perform techniques correctly, no issues of weakness or soreness in the joints. This is a huge win and a testament. 
to just how important and effective the mobility and stabilization training is. Fan-fucking-tastic. Good stuff. Excellent. Fantastic, Joanne. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad that you shared that with us. Uh, the soundboard is barely there. Oh, well, now it's back. But it was, you probably heard it from my headphones into the mic very faintly because it was blasting in my ear holes. So that's probably why you heard like a little small amount of it. So I'm not complaining that I heard the anthem twice, but I don't want to, you guys are sitting there in the dark, like what's going on here? I just didn't want to blast your ear holes with it twice. Uh, Danny says one machine I have not seen in a gym in quite some time is the donkey calf raise. Yeah. A gym local to me has it, has one. I made my own. I made my own with the, we we're talking about with Eric yesterday, that revolt uh, belt squat arm, and you can make it with any belt squat arm. I use the belt squat arm and a slant board, and I have some armrests on some equalizer bars. So you can make your own donkey, donkey calf raise, but that's a great exercise. And some machines, they have a pad or like an arm, like a flat pad that comes down and rests right on your lower back. It's awesome. It's a really cool machine. And, uh, I would love to have one of those, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it'd be a lot of space to have at home for what it does. It's a, it's a big machine, but it's a great one. All right. Uh, Kylie, holy fucking shit. Size 24 to a 26 to a size four, a year and a half post-op for my gastric sleeve, 180 pounds down. Excellent. Look at that. Fantastic. Uh, you definitely, this definitely brings up some, this definitely brings up some questions. Who thinks that's a different person? Who thinks that's a different person? Oh, you can Come on now. Come on now. Who thinks that's a different person? I'm not buying it, Joanne. Uh, not Joanne, Kylie. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I call bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. I call bullshit. That's a different person. That's a different person. You're doing one of these old school before and afters, just taking someone that's completely different. Well, look, it's look, she's it, the background's not the same. The outfit's not the same. So it's the lighting, right? This is, this is not, this is not accurate. It's just the lighting. It's just the lighting fam. It's just the lighting. She's got a different phone case. So it makes her look better. It, it's exaggeration because of the phone case. The phone case is different. So it makes her that, that, that's what it was. That's what it was. The phone case and the glasses and it just makes her look completely different, right? That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, Kylie, this is very fat phobic. Very fat phobic of you. Hmm. Very fat phobic. Now, this is fantastic. Let's get a little America for Kylie. If you're just listening, that's unreal. 180 pounds. That's... Pff. It's the lighting. It's the lighting. Um, and that's a compliment, obviously. If you didn't pick up on the sarcasm, you look like a different person because... You are a different, you lost a human being, 180 pounds. You lost a human being. You lost an adult male. You lost an adult man. Ridiculous. Good for you. Loretta. Hi, Swole fam. Got my new Swole cards. Go to the fucking gym. And, but Mathawrod, I thought they got lost in the mail. Got them on my gym wall. No, we don't lose shit. Uh, the male sometimes loses shit, but we don't. Look at that fucking wall. I got the seven pillars. Looking absolutely fucking awesome, Loretta. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. I'm just going to take a note real quick. 
can see. I love it, Loretta. Looking fucking awesome. Look at that wall. We gotta do around we gotta do around the horn, right? We gotta go around the horn and we have to get everyone to share the pictures of their swole card wall. And I love what she's doing. Like you're making your own, right? You put your seven pillars on the wall. You have the never give up, go to the fucking gym. Do these things yourself too. Write your own swole cards when you get your swole cards in the mail. Um, but build, build. A, this is a great thing. It's a great thing. Quotes that impact you. Uh, you can do this very organically. Things that mean something to you that will keep you fired up when you look at them, especially if it's in your gym. I have them, of course, in my office, but it's a fantastic approach and it's great for that, that subconscious reinforcement. And sometimes just sit there and reflect and look at the wall, pick up a different thing every day. It's like reading a book over and over again. You get a different perspective when you see a card on a Tuesday and then a couple weeks later, you see a different card and you think about it and it hits you in that moment. So that's fantastic. I love it. We need to get a, we need to get a little round round the swole fam and get some pictures of everyone's uh swole card walls swole wall uh megan hey fa uh hey fam my mom's in the fam my mom's in the fam hey mom's in the fam this cold is not doing well for me Matt Damon. maybe the dip in like 35 degree water like froze my brain earlier it's a rough it's a rough saturday but we're making it through we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're making it through. Falcon's not helping, but we're making it. Let me try to read properly. Can I? Can, can I? can I? Can I do it? Can we do that? Chlorophyll. Can we do it? More like borophyll. Hey, moms in the fam. Jesus Christ. What do you do when you're trying to get a workout in and the baby is making it almost impossible? Put it in, its, put, put it in the cage. Don't you have a cage? Uh, does stopping a workout halfway and coming back to it later in the in the evening an effective workout or coming back it back to it later even an effective workout? Is the baby interrupting your your typing too? Because <laughs> I need to fill my cup first, I know, but he's the kind that screams for hours. Okay, looks like the baby typed this too. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um. Does stopping a workout halfway and coming back to it later? Well, you're getting two shorter workouts in. So is it the same thing as one longer workout? No, but it doesn't mean that it's worse. You know, you do what you can. You do what you can when you can. So yeah, cage the baby. Cage the baby. I mean, what's a crib anyway? It's a fucking cage without a top. You see how that works? If you have a dog crate... If you have a dog crate and you put a baby in it, oh my God, you put your baby in a cage, but if there's no top on it, everyone's like, hey, it's a crib. It's a cage. It's a cage. As long as there's no top, it's legal. Isn't that weird? There's no top and it's legal. It has bars. It has a whole thing. It's a baby prison with no top. And they can't, they can't get out. When they get older, they can get out, but they can't get out. So put a top on it put a t put a top on it. You know, and then you see those videos when people have the cameras in their baby's room and you see them climbing out the top. Like put a fucking lid on it. I don't understand. What's it? you have 3 1 what, 1 2 3 4 5 5 walls. You're missing the 6 1 and it's fine. Cage-free babies. So Danielle says split it up. There's really nothing else. Look, you're already Megan, you're already doing it. So split it up. 
Look at on the bright side. Maybe instead of getting a 45 minute workout in, you get two half an hour workouts in. How about that? Instead of doing 45 minutes, you're getting two 25 minute workouts in. So if you can only get 25 minutes in two times, that's 50 minutes total. You're actually getting more workout time in. You're getting five extra minutes a day. So I would just make sure when you're doing your workout that you strategize it in a way where you're doing the most effective things at the beginning. So you don't get cut off doing like your heaviest weights or your most important training, right? I mean, I think it also depends on the other, your other flow or how everyone's individual baby is. Maybe certain times of the day would be better to schedule your training. That way you're less likely to get interrupted. Yeah, it won't stay a baby forever. Uh, Regina, look at me being fat phobic as fuck on my active rest day. Oh my God. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Look at Regina being fat phobic. I've been walking two to five miles a day uh, consistently for a week now. I plan to keep this up. This is what I do now. I know this may not seem like much to y'all, but I'm really proud of myself for being able to do this. I walked a bit over five miles, dressed like a clown, (laughs) like literally dressed like a clown, wearing a huge smile the whole way today. I used to fear stepping up and down curbs. Hell, I couldn't even do it at times. I'm literally half the person I used to be about to turn 45 and actually able to live my life. My body may be imperfect like this forever, but I'm learning to appreciate it, love it, take care of it and respect it. I will never stop trying to improve. Hashtag go the fucking gym, seven pillars and fuck Average. Come on. Now. Hey, fuck average. Hey. Fantastic. I got the fuck average hoodie on. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Good for you, Regina. Man, Swolfam crushing it today. We got Regina, and now we have Restina. Regina and Restina. Awesome name. All right. We have epic Swolfam post today. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. All right. Hi, I'm Restina. Long-time listener to podcasts and YouTube, and I'm starting over. I lost 60 pounds when I found out we were having another boy nine years ago. Did it with mostly diet and some exercise when I got pregnant with our last. And after having an urgent C-section, I fell on my face. Now she's seven and I've gained it all back plus 10 pounds. Then I was a stay-at-home mom. Now I'm working two jobs. I work in ER registration for one job and I'm seeing a lot of what I don't want to become. So time to put health first. My plan is starting the Swollen Sevens and seeing how that goes. I do a lot of sitting at both jobs and with my dog trying to kill me a few times, a severely sprained ankle followed about six weeks later, separated by an AC shoulder joint. We'll come back to that. And a weak core, I need to work on stability and mobility first. My downfall, though, is when something new comes along, like the ER job, something drops. Last thing that dropped was going to the gym. I just couldn't figure out when to fit it in as for nutrition. My body prefers more paleo type eating. I've done an elimination diet before, so I know grains and dairy are out. Hoping I don't completely fall on my face again, but I'm going to try my hardest. We'll come back to that too. I want to be the very few I see in the ER who are over 80, mobile, and mentally competent. Well, great post. A couple things. Um, It's not about trying your hardest. It's about doing it and not making compromises and excuses. So you won't fall on your face um, unless you don't do it. Going back up to your dog trying to kill you sounds like you need to get your dog trained. 
you need to train your dog on a leash, I would recommend a prong collar and uh, learning some techniques like U-turns in order to use reminder pops in order to cue your dog to pay more attention to you. That way it won't be distracted with other things, depending on their prey drive, depending on uh, other characteristics of your animal. Usually in like five, 10 minutes, you'll get your dog walking nicely on a leash and it's harmless and it's fantastic. And Rufus fucking loves it. He loves it. We've been walking all the time. I did a little in the past. I did a, when I first got him, I did a course on how to, you know, on a walking techniques, which is very important. It sounds like that's what you're referring to your dog pulling on a leash or something like that and yanking. So that'll, that'll save your elbow. That'll save your body uh, in a big way. But also, um, it sounds like you have some experience with eating properly. So, you know, the benefits of getting these foods out of your diet, which is very important and getting consistent with your training. When you said, I don't know when to fit it in. That's what she said. <laughs> I have to. He's heating up. I have to. I have to. I have to. Um, do it first. Do it first. You said with the swollen sevens, you could do that first. And even if you're only working out seven minutes a day, doing it first because of time constraints, you could always do do it twice and do 14 minutes. Do two. Do the swollen seven back back to back or do a round two and a round three or round one and a round six. You can play around with it depending on what swollen sevens you're doing. But I would start with that. That way you can fit it in first. It'll be a great way to start your day and it'll encourage you to stay on track the rest of your day, give you more energy. Let's see. Ristina, my dog is deaf and he pushed me down the stairs. He pushed you down the stairs. He's interesting to train. Um, well, believe it or not, deaf is probably not going to be a, like it, that. That would still probably not even be a factor in terms of what I was talking about. Cause I mean, if he pushed you down the stairs, did he do it on purpose? Like, like the good son, <laughs> if you know that Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> like just try to push you down the stairs. Or just kind of like bumped you down because he doesn't know, didn't see you there. But also if you're doing what I was talking, if it was about walking on the leash, they'll trail you more because they have to pay attention to you. So the, the hearing aspect of it isn't actually a factor. They'll be distracted less, in fact. Just saying, I mean, I was just assuming. So that might not be accurate with what the issues were. But yeah, if your dog tried to kill you by literally trying to murder you, maybe you have an evil dog. You have an evil dog. My dog literally tried to kill me. Oh, he tried to put, oh, so he's yanking you on the leash and this like that. Uh, Ristina tried the prong collar, didn't phase him. No, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not trying to say I know what happened, but did you do it properly? There's a certain, there's a very specific way in which you do it. Um, so just putting it on doesn't do it in itself. It needs to be done very, it needs to be done in a very specific way. Um, he's better with a gentle leader. It's not, yeah, it's not, that's not being rough. It is, it is actually being more gentle because you have a regular collar. Then they get more tugs, they get more yanks and they cause more damage because of the repetition. So anyway, um, it's the technique with the, the prong collar and it works with any breed. Like I've, it's, I, I've gone down the rabbit, I've gone down the rabbit hole so much. It, it works fantastically, but yeah, if you're getting, if you're making progress, that's good. That's good. But yeah, the, that was a game changer. That was an absolute game changer. Cause I always thought before I went down the rabbit hole with Rufus, we'll take questions now. Uh, hashtag ask Papa Swolio, drop in the comments below. Uh, so when I was doing 
training Rufus before that, I always thought prong collars were like evil and, and like a horrible, or not evil, but I was like, Ooh, that's, that's something that I never really considered. And then I watched a lot of videos and trainings on it. I'm like, Oh, this is actually fantastic. Cause it mimics a mother's teeth. So they respond to it immediately. It doesn't hurt them because dogs necks, we associate with our necks. Our necks are very, very weak and sensitive dogs. Necks aren't. So I learned a lot and changed my complete view on it. And Rufus walks like a fucking boss. I just drape the leash over my neck and he'll just stay right by me. He's always looking up and paying attention. Really good. All right, let's see. Questions. Uh, Will, Papa Soy, do you use any seasoning besides salt and pepper on your steaks? I don't use pepper, just salt. Uh, if you're, and was curious if you're just eating just meat and fruit or if you have any added carbs like white rice into your nutrition. I haven't had sweet potatoes or white rice in a long time and I have no desire to go back. Doesn't mean, I, I've said this before, doesn't mean that I won't, doesn't mean that I wouldn't, but I just haven't had any pull to have sweet potatoes. So just, just, uh, just fruit and fruit, raw dairy, eggs, and beef and organs. That's it. That's it. Uh, some honey. I have a lot of dates in the fridge, but during the colder times, I don't eat as much fruit. I don't eat as much dates. It's more protein and fat. Make sure you fill up on protein, protein, primarily fat, and then you can dabble in some carbs. That's what most people should be doing. Especially, you don't have to be completely carnivore, no fruit. But just make sure you're doing the protein and the fat first. So, you know, when it comes back to the collar, um, so I'm going to get him on an e-collar after after a while. So he's really well with the, the prong collar. It was just amazing. It was like instant. Two or three like reminder pops. He's just, he's on. He's so much better. It's fantastic. It's so fantastic. Um, but then they have e-collar, so you can train your dog to be off leash. And it's similar reminders, similar reminders to how a prong collar is. But yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Loretta says, I see so many owners being dragged by their dogs. It's awful. I see them walking down the street. Now, I go for a walk and Rufus comes with me. He doesn't walk me. I go for a walk. And he comes with me. So it's my walk. You know, he's allowed to come along. And he has a job to do. He has a job to do. He has to pay attention and stay by my side. And then every once in a while, if I feel like stopping, I'll let him free. He can go and pee or whatever. But he usually doesn't have to because I let him do that first before we walk out in the backyard. Because we have the space to do it. So some people have to walk their dog to go to the bathroom. But yeah, Tyler says, I fucking hate rice and it's digestion for me. I have no desire to be... If you don't eat, if you don't eat rice for a long time and then you go back to having some white rice, it just feels like styrofoam in your stomach. It just bloats it and it just puffs up. It's very heavy. If you don't have it for a while, if you think, oh no, I'm great with rice. I have it all the time. Try removing it for a couple months. Like you might, might change your mind, especially if you're adding in other types of carbs. Now, another thing with the carbohydrates, I also haven't wanted other, even as many fruits lately because I do have a lot of kefir. I do have kefir, which is you get some milk sugars, you get some lactose. Of course, the bacteria break down, the yeast break down the lactose. So it's more digestible. It's not the same kind of impact. So I am getting some carbohydrates there too. Uh, avocado is great. I love avocado. Uh, Freddie, prongs are good if you're smart with using them. Yeah, you don't want to pull and be yanking all the time. It's just like a little, a little tug. It also depends. It will definitely tame really violent, aggressive dogs. 
but Rufus was Rufus was really good. He just needed some fine tuning. He was walking a little bit too far in front of me. And if you have a regular collar and you just turn, I'm no dog walking expert or dog expert. Just, you know, this is what I've learned from courses and videos and just a lot of stuff having a puppy. And when you turn, you know, you go in one direction, he leads all you're doing. Like when you turn and you give a little pop or a yank, you have that, like the collar that just kind of you're just yanking on their neck, but you're not getting the response. So you have to pull a lot harder and you have to do it a lot more times. So the prong collar is like a little tink, little tug, turn around right next to you. But you have to do it properly. You can't make eye contact. You can't make sound with your feet when you're doing it. You have to make sure that their reinforcement is they have to pay attention to you. That way they can have you in their peripheral so they can react to your movements faster. So that's all you're doing is you're making sure that they know, hey, he's inconsistent. He turns around, he goes left. I need to pay more attention to my master. I have to pay more attention looking up and they're watching you. When you stop, he stops. Like every time I stop, he just stops right away because he doesn't know what I'm going to do. I'm in his peripheral. If he's out in front, he can't see what I'm doing. All right, let's see. Will, also wondering where you can get some raw dairy. I can never find it at any of the grocery stores I look at. You can check out your local farmer's market. You can go to realmilk.com and they'll bring up places in your area that you can get raw milk at. Uh, you could also order it online from some places. Dutch Meadows and Miller's Biofarm are places in Pennsylvania that ship. Um, one dozen glass can actually, you can get it in glass. It's much more expensive depending on where you live. If you're near Pennsylvania, New England area, it's a lot. The shipping's a lot better if you want it in glass, but Dutch Meadows does it. Uh, they put it in, they have plastic containers, but you can get raw milk there. You can get A2 dairy. So there's a lot of places you can order it online. Those are a couple, but you can also uh, find it at farmer's markets too. But go to realmilk.com because it's, it'll always be better to support local. So I would recommend doing that. <laughs> oh, that was nice. That was nice, no doubt. I gave it a uh, 10. A tan, a fucking tan. Settle down, settle down. There's a little tainty man. Let's get a little tainty boy. Aww. There's my tainty man. There's my tainty man. And uh, also, I just remembered just by showing the picture of him, you want to get one of those Mar Martingale collars. So if you get a prong collar, make sure it has that Martingale triangle adjustment. So when you when you pull on it, it tightens everywhere. It doesn't pull from the front. So that's important. Was it a Herm Springer? It's like a German company. Like they make the best ones. Just saying, we're doing a lot of dog stuff right now, huh? All right, LHW Papasolio, what do you think about cooking with duck fat? Got ducks with my chicks. Um, I have some duck, duck. I have some duck fat in the freezer, I think. I haven't used it in a while or ever. Have I used it? I have duck fat, though. What do I think about it? I'd prefer beef tallow, personally. I'm not sure of the the benefits or the constitution of duck fat versus like omega six, omega three ratios, but I'm sure it's fine if you're if they're healthy ducks. I'm sure there's nothing nothing wrong with it. You can look into it more. It's just not something that I ever really concern myself with. Most things are going to be okay if they're raised properly and they're not eating shit and right. But of course, some might you're going to get better nutrition profiles from. Buffalo, bison, beef, in terms of fat. Uh, Tyler, Papa Solio, are there any alternatives for steel clubs if you're unavailable to afford one? Can you make your own? Well, sure, you can make your own depending on how, 
I mean, it's just a stick with a weighted end. So it depends. Like you can, you can use an actual stick if you have a club. You can make one, sure. So for example, if you get a wood stick or a bamboo stick or something and you tie maybe some Ziplocs, what about this? What about you get a short club and then you take some Ziplocs, fill them with dirt or sand and then duct tape around it and you kind of have an end. It might not be an even distribution, but you can make a light club. How about that? Make it like one or two pounds. Sure, you can make your own. You can also, you can go online and you can make gatas aka the mace like the long ones you can make them yourself with cement you get a bamboo stick you get a clay pot and you fill it with cement and then after it dries like a a circular clay pot and then you can just crack off the pot and then you can paint the concrete so you can make your own maces you can totally make your own it just takes a little know-how and practice and there are a lot of videos online that show you how to make your own Let's see, Kyle from the Telegram chat. Let's see. Do you share your recipe on how to make the kefir? I would trust you over my wife's crunchy friends recipe. What's a crunchy friend? Oh my God, are they vegans? Are they vegans? What's a crunchy friend? What's a crunchy friend? My recipe is very simple. I have what they're like 20 or 24 ounce mason jars. You go on Amazon, you get some kefir grains, you follow the instructions. I put like half a tablespoon or a tablespoon of the grains in, fill it up, let it sit for 24 hours, and then I strain it, put it in the fridge, and then the next day or next couple days I drink it. Boom, kefir. So if you make your own, you have to experiment with what you like. The longer you leave it ferment, Um, the grains can starve after a while because they run out of lactose, but you can add more milk. So there's different ways to make it. But when you order the grains, a whole little, usually they'll they'll come with a little pamphlet uh, piece of paper that will explain how to make it, how to wake up the grains. Because after transporting, they don't have it, you know, they put them in a little like plastic tin or something like that. They don't have uh, any lactose. So you have to kind of put a cup of milk in there and it takes a couple days for them to kind of activate and wake back up because they get, quote unquote dormant because they don't have fuel. They're not, they don't have any lactose. They don't have any sugars to feed on during like the day or two where they ship them to you. So, I mean, I mean, I can explain what I do, but that's what I do. But I also practiced and, you know, read a lot of blogs and stuff and just did it every day. And I figured out what I like. We tried goat milk. We tried a two cow milk. We prefer the a two cow milk because it's thicker. We just like the consistency and the taste. So then I just make that. Ah, organic whole milk. Uh, you want to get grass fed milk. You just don't want to get, you, you don't want to use pasteurized or ultra, ultra pasteurized milk because there won't be enough nutrition for the bacteria to, and the yeast to feed on. So grass fed milk, you know, lightly, lightly or low pasteurized if you can get access to it, or raw milk. A2 milk is certain cows. It's similar. Uh, goat milk is A2. It's a type of casein protein. There's A1 and A2. There might be more. I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. But A2 casein protein is more easily digested for most people that might have issues with A1 casein protein. If you have issues with lactose, 
understand that if you have issues with lactose, kefir is a great option because the bacteria break down the lactose. So if you have lactose intolerance, a lot of people can handle kefir, even if they're lactose intolerant. Also, you might want to check out the goat milk because the fat molecules are smaller. So people that have issues with any kind of cow milk can oftentimes drink goat milk because the molecules of the fat are smaller and easier to digest and it's naturally homogenized. So you don't have that separation with the cream and it can be easier to digest for people. And camel milk, I think is the one that's I think I said in the past, goat milk is similar to baby, but I think camel is the most similar to mother's milk. But um, never, I've never seen or tried camel milk. I'm not sure how many people have access to camel milk anyway, especially in the United States. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep, you could do that. You could do the plastic clubs plastic bottles and attach it to a handle for a club. Yep. You could do, there's a lot of different ways to do it. You could attach jugs to it. There's all sorts of things you can do to make your own clubs. Uh, Tyler would, uh, Tyler, Rihanna would milk found in the cartons be better than the jugs from the store. Um, I'm not really sure. A lot of times those like plat, they're not made out of paper. They're lined with something. I'm not sure what they're lined with. Glass is always better. So I couldn't tell you. The cartons are definitely not paper. If you ever put water in paper, it just rips apart. So they're lined with like some sort of plastic. I'm not sure what kind of wax or what's leaching into anytime. Any, if you're ever putting things in the plastic and it's leaching into the, the product. But of course, if you get something in glass, it's going to be, you know, more expensive. You could also get home and put it in a glass container. But of course, you know, whatever is exposed to in those other containers there's a risk of how much that's in your liquid. Okay. Excellent. All right, fam, let's get into moving right along. Let's get into good questions. Actually, we got one. Do we have a call? We have a call. Let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Let's get into one from Eslendi. Eslendi? Cool name. You're live on the sleeves cast. Hi, this is Aslendi from Mexico City, and I would like to know what do you think about CrossFit training? Um, I hear you say all the time, go to the fucking gym, go to the fucking gym, but there are some other training, some other fucking ways to exercising. <laughs> so what do you think about CrossFit? And, well... I like you a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Aslendi. Cool name. Cool name from Mexico City. Excellent. Um, there are other types of fucking gym, <laughs> fucking trainings. <laughs> um, all right. My my take on CrossFit is there's an issue with the quality and quantity. It got very popular because of the community. And finally, that along with P90X kind of started around the similar time frame, late 90s and early 2000s. That type of network effect and community effects got people into lifting actual weights. So before that, if you don't know, in like the 80s and 90s, it was Richard Simmons. It was, you know, six six minute abs. It was all this cardio. There was lifting and stuff, but it was still, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the 90s and the early 2000s, it was still meathead shit. You were still looked at as like a meathead for, remember the, the term meathead? You don't really hear that now because so many people, it's so popular to go to the gym. People want to look good and feel good. And we realize... So it was really starting to catch on in the 90s. 
with Arnold movies and he was popular. Like, yeah, get the wiki, get to the chopper. And he was really big. That's all meathead, stupid, you know, yeah, action hero. But it got really a lot more popular, you know, in the, in the, in the mid, mid nineties, Terminator movies. So nineties, and then it ramped up to more the average person going. And now you have kids in high school that are training and of course, Instagram and TikTok and all the stuff. So it got really mainstream people wanting to have muscles in the nineties, but people didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. 1975 pumping iron. Yeah. But that was, it was still looked at as like a circus act. It still wasn't popular, but the action movies of the eighties and Conan and stuff, but didn't people were like, Oh cool. Wow. He's so big. People, it wasn't, there wasn't information that was easily accessible on how to do that. People don't remember that. You just couldn't, like, well, you just go get a book. You get Arnold's book on bodybuilding, but you didn't have all the movies at your disposal. You didn't have the internet. You couldn't just get all this information. There weren't podcasts. There weren't people talking about it. It was more fringe. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it depends on what you want to accomplish. You want to look a certain way. You want to lose fat. There are better ways to do it than CrossFit. The problem with CrossFit is that it's random exercise. I don't care what anyone says. It's random exercise, jack of all trades, master of none. It got popular because of community and it got popular because people want deep in it, innately want to lift heavy weights and want to train hard. A lot of people get injured because of the quality quantity issue. CrossFit literally shotgun their brand out there. You pay a couple grand, you could use their name and just create a gym in a fucking warehouse and take a one or two day fly by night certification. All of a sudden you're teaching Olympic training for high reps to, to failure. So very, very high risk. There can be ways where you actually structure these things properly, but what actually constitutes as CrossFit, you can do something that's a more bodybuilding general fitness style approach. And you could do stuff that's just fucking random trying to floor people and, you know, wipe them out. And depends on how big the classes are. You have 40 people. How are you teaching Olympic lifting for 40 fucking people? So it depends on, so you're, you shotgun your brand out there and then you are susceptible to a lot of people giving it a bad name or injuring people. It's, just, it's, it's a very high risk. So for someone who's looking to get into it, I would recommend learning how to train properly, uh, which may or may not be able to be done at your local CrossFit gym. Um, I just don't generally recommend it as a starting approach for many people. So, you know, I'm not just going to sit here and like shit all over it, but all the experience that I've had with it and seeing people do it, it's just the risk reward is not there. In other words, very high risk and the reward is low just because of what most people want to accomplish is generally not accomplished through CrossFit, you can build muscle and lose body fat much more effectively without the same type of injury risk. But there are beneficial things that you could learn depending on who's running the gym, who's teaching the classes, how big the classes are. If you have someone who's a professional Olympic lifter that really knows what they're doing and you have a small class of five people, it's a small gym, you might get amazing instruction. You might get amazing instruction. You might get really good teaching and you might really learn from an expert, right? They're just under the banner of CrossFit, but you might, you can have, you have professional Olympic lifters maybe teaching and you're learning amazing shit or you have someone, Olympic lifting is no joke. You can't just get a, a certification for a couple days or a week. It takes years and years and years of mastery. That's a very technical approach. So it depends on the individual. So it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss, and in most cases, more often than not, you see people doing amazing stuff. A lot of them 
they're not doing exactly. They, they, if they look a certain way, a lot of it's bodybuilding training and they have unique capacity for metabolic type training. You're doing heavy lifting and long distance running. You're just mixing a lot of different adaptations that are very challenging for the body. And I don't care what anyone says. Oh, they drug test and this. Yeah, everyone does. The CrossFit Games, these people are saucing. There's no question about it. They're not recovering. They're not doing all these types of activities at, the, at that high level um, naturally. Good luck with that shit. Not a fucking chance. Not a fucking chance. At the high fringes of any type of competition, people are going to do whatever it takes to get that edge. And you're not doing, you're not doing fucking snatches with like 365 and then running 10 miles. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, but I put these Nordic tech, whatever things on my legs and they help the blood recover. Sure. Yeah. That's going to make all the difference. That's going to help you. That's going to, that's going to help you perform there. I mean, some of these people are fucking beasts, but they're beasts for a reason. They train hard, but yeah, you're not doing three workouts a day. Oh, it's a recovery row for like 30 miles. The fuck? Uh, Anyway, you don't want to do Olympic lifting to failure for high reps. These, these fun, these things are fundamentally retarded. That's my answer. Just be like, again, as you can tell, there's a lot of nuance here, but it really comes down to that individual place. So there are different ways to, and look, if someone really wants to do it and loves it and then by all means do it, it's your life. These are my takes on it, my experience with it. And we're talking about these, this message is not for people who want to be the best of the best in CrossFit. Like, obviously, if you want to be the best at CrossFit, you need to practice whatever CrossFit things do for those competitions. And, but a lot of people get into that because of community and they see people that look good or they think they look, and they think they have to do that to get that. It's just not true. Um, yes and no, Lester. Lester says anything is better than nothing. Uh, I don't necessarily agree. I know what you mean. Like, well, at least they're moving. Yeah, but you can also have life-threatening injuries in the sense of something that recurs that you can never undo. You can have serious injuries that nag you for the rest of your life. So I, I wouldn't, I would agree to an extent that something is better than nothing, but it's still no replacement for doing it properly. So, you know, that, that can be used very, very liberally where like, at least they're moving. It's like, well, you're also wasting your time. It depends on what it is, Right. My, my main concern is when people want a certain outcome and they are going in a direction that's not going to lead them there because they were misled or they're ignorant to it. They didn't do enough research. They don't understand what fitness is and what it takes. And what do most people want? They want to build muscle and lose fat. They want to have a better body. Come on. Do, are people lifting for long-term health? Yeah, sure. That's important. But what are people really, like myself included, you're looking to look good and feel good and build muscle and feel good about yourself. And it challenges you. Like there's many different ways that reasons that people train. But you ask a 999 people out of a thousand, what are you trying to accomplish? Oh, I'm trying to get really big and fat and like I'm trying to get really big and do a ton of muscle ups. Most people don't have muscle up goals as a primary. It's something that they want to look better. They want to lose fat. They have these physical aesthetic. So in other words, make sure whatever you're doing, that you understand what you're trying to accomplish and that what you're going to do to get that is actually going to get you that. A lot of people, they want to lose fat and get abs and they just go running all the time and that's not going to work. So 
Just keep that in mind. That's my main point. That's actually pillar number three is that the training that you're doing needs to map to what the outcome that you want. A lot of people want something and then they just do a lot of cardio and think that's what is going to get them that direction. A lot of CrossFit is cardio. All right. So, um, but I would recommend if you want to try it, then try it. There's just a very high risk of like where you're going and what kind of instruction you're actually getting. And that's the damn truth. Same thing with the personal training. You have to make sure that you are vetting the place that you're going and actually getting good guidance. And you should have, they should have a good on-ramp program. And, but again, it depends. A lot of CrossFit is just shit that makes you feel exhausted. They're trying to put you under the ground. And that's one of the issues with uh, group exercise training and having memberships and requiring people to keep on coming back. It's always like a one-up. It's always like a challenge. It's always like extra. It's always more. It's always more. Push it. Oh my God, I'm laying on the ground. That's a common thing in CrossFit. <sighs> in a puddle of your own sweat. It's like, that's not required. That's not required. That's not required to get, you know, to be effective training and exercise. All right. Good stuff. Let's move on to some balls deep. Good question. Good question. That's deep. And uh, yeah, Freddie, uh, I learned how to clean and press and it's no joke. If you want to do it properly, Olympic lifts are hard. Very much so. And a lot of people that excel in CrossFit are actually previous, like that's their background is Olympic lifting. Like that's where they got their start of actually doing it and training Olympic lifting. So they have a strong foundation. Of course, you're going to excel. If you could do Olympic lifting, that's what, you know, a major, a major component of it is. All right, hashtag Swoleslove for a chance to win today's Swole car. We also have the Tainty Man. And just so you know, whenever we walk in the morning, he loves Tainty Man Goes West. Tainty Man loves to go west because then when the sun's rising, he gets the sun to warm his taint. So he loves going west. He loves going west. We go east. He's like, no, I want to go west. I want some sun on my taint. And can you blame him? Can you blame him? Really? You can't. You cannot. All right, let's go balls deep. Let's see what we got here. A reminder that uh, tomorrow, today's full set Saturday, tomorrow is the Sunday Funny Q&A anus. It's Ask Papa Soyo Live, Sunday, January is a 1-5, tomorrow. So make sure you call in uh, askpapasoyo.com. Call in and uh, submit your question, and we'll get to it in tomorrow's episode. Let's get a ton in. Let's get a lot of questions in so we can go deep into it. All right, askpapasoyo.com. Call in. So tomorrow morning, we can get to your questions. That being said, let's see what huge pile of gunch we've scraped from the bottom of the interwebs. Do we have a short one? Gross. Grosser and grossest. Let's do this one. Let's do this one. Inclusivity lesson. Let's get an inclusivity lesson. Let's see what we got here. I need a lesson on inclusivity. I have a lot of these comments, so I figured I'd jump in and show one of the many lessons I do through the year around inclusivity. So I usually start with this book, which I absolutely love. It introduces a variety of pronouns as well as multiple pronouns that someone might use. There's also a great video on amaze.org that goes into pronouns and how to respect people's pronouns. All these lessons are done in our morning meeting or in our ELA time because they're connected with writing and with reading. And they- Why are you around children? That's a question I have for you. 
Why are you around children? People like this should be restricted from being around children. This is gross. I do, look, if you want to think or talk about this ridiculous nonsense, just stay away from the children. Stop programming kids with this idiocy. Your mental, your mental deficiencies are not welcome in our young, evolving, and growing minds. At all our standards. This year's chart is a little wonky, but all of these are from the students, the description and definition um, I help them with, but then the what to say and how to correct comes explicitly from them. And as you can see, it hangs up on our social justice wall right behind me. <laughs> social justice wall. <laughs> God damn it. Everybody knows you never go full retail. Social justice wall. Gross. And the infamous llama corn and narwhal is what we move into. So we actually practiced the sayings they came up with using the stuffed animals. So pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Something anyone can do in a morning meeting or during a block. <sighs> Wow. God damn it, I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. Is there anything I can do to work on that? No, so you not wouldn't... really. It's your face. Uh, that's it. That's it. There's nothing else to say, you guys. Anything that you can say, anything that you can think is a good, is a good response to that. Anything. Uh, John, um... After the buzzer, what do you think about adding climbing to my routine? I found nearby climbing gyms. My grip strength is there. Cardio is developed. I just want to don't want to overtrain with my age. Um, I mean, as long as you build up into that very slowly, just because of the grip and the tension, like it can be a lot for your elbows and for your your tendons. But I mean, you go there for fun. That's a great like active recovery. I would say. Just be aware of that. Be aware of like the tendons and the ligaments and stuff in your hand and elbow tendonitis, and maybe there's certain you know, exercise you could do to strengthen your grip and build up to that. I would just not go super ham right away. Just build up to it, learn how to do it properly. And yeah, if you want to do that, if you want to get into it, cool. I mean, what do I think? I mean, that's definitely something that's enjoyment, but, you know, building mass and then climbing, that kind of goes in opposite directions, but doesn't mean you can't do that as an activity or a hobby and maybe get more into it. And then you stop lifting as much because you just like that more. Everyone's got their own thing. So good for you. All right, let's see. Uh, let's pick a number. Fam, why don't you offer it up? Pick a number, one, two, or three. One, two, or three. What's in the box? Is it uno? Is it dos? Or is it tres? Uno, dos, or tres. Uno, dos, or tres. Adin, dva, tri. Un, deux, trois. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Uh, dead hangs are great. Dead hangs are fantastic. Uh, let's go. Loretta. Why do you want to be called Loretta, Stan? Because I want to have babies. You want to have babies? Are there any women here today? Where's the fetus going to gestate? You're going to keep in a box? All right. Number two, new obesity guidelines. All right. New obesity guidelines. Okay. Oh, I'm so mad. So I just Shocker. saw a study that just came out. I saw it reported on CNN. You can just tune out right now. Oh, I saw a report on CNN. Cool. Um, we'll wait for real news. We'll wait for, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. Still waiting. Still waiting. Everyone hit that like button. Let's go. Let's go. Hit the fucking like button. We're going I will deep. post a screenshot of it here. Um, 
And there are new guidelines coming out for treating childhood obesity. And they have said they're not researching the cause of obesity. They'll do that later. This is just the treatment. And, um, okay, so they're giving guidelines for children as young as two. And they're, I mean, those suggestions are nutritional things and exercise things and things wow. for the whole family. Good. And I don't think they're taking, they're not taking into genetics. They're not- yeah. I mean, they're trying to get all the babies to exercise. Wouldn't even know their gender yet. And we can sterilize kids, but we can't talk about proper nutrition. Right? 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 I mean, come on. Come on. Am I right? 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 I'm taking into the... Um, economic factors that go into all of it. They're, when you don't know the cause, how can you know how to properly treat it? I don't disagree. I think she's misinterpreting what the causes of obesity actually are. Yes, there's some predispositions genetically because based on the estrogens that your parents were consuming and how fat they fucking were and how they trashed their bodies during and before the pregnancy and continue after. But I mean, it's it's amendable. Let's continue. The eyes, Chico. They never lie. And they're saying now children as young as 12 can have weight loss drugs prescribed to them. I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think you need weight loss drugs. You just need to change your lifestyle habits. (sighs) And children as old as 13 can have weight loss surgery. Well, I mean, they're castrating, they're chemically castrating kids. So I think it's all fucked up. I think it's all child abuse. It's all child abuse. We lost surgery. Yeah. So does that mean if there's a 13 year old who doesn't want to have weight loss surgery that their parents can make them, if their parents are still so just wrapped up in diet culture and fat phobia? (sighs) Okay. Can we just not? force children into surgeries for their gender or for weight loss? Like, can we actually educate them properly, feed them real fucking food? Can we, can we stop indoctrinating children in schools and actually educate? I don't disagree with most of this stuff. I mean, there's a lot of hot mess from CNN. We know that uh, from this, it's just, come on, fam, take personal responsibility. In other words, in other words, parents, you're in charge of your kids, right? Parents, you're in charge of your children. You're their parents. You're the guardian. Um, don't like the, don't let the state parent your kids, you know, teach them, educate them properly. It's the parent's responsibility to learn about healthy eating and what's actually important in all these things. Uh, unfortunately, the parents weren't taught, their parents weren't taught, weren't taught, you know, all the way back to when food was actually real and the environment was less toxic. So it's the, still the parent's responsibility. Parent your kids, parent your kids, learn and do better. I mean, I don't know. It seems like that could be. This hurts my brain. I want to end. I want I want it to end. How end. can we treat something when we don't understand the cause? Well, I mean, Moderna's making a drug you can inject directly in the heart <laughs> to stop heart attacks. I mean, there's so much heart disease, so many heart attacks nowadays. Let's just inject a drug right in the fucking heart rather than the cause. But we don't know what that is. We don't know what the cause is. We know what the cause of obesity is. It's your habits. Your habits can stem from different things. The issue is not so much low income as it is people that have income that spend money on food make terrible choices. It's more about choices than it is about access. 
It just is. There's always fringes. There are people with tons of money that make terrible choices. There are people with a little bit of money and they still make terrible choices. There are middle of the road people that have access to, to food and they still buy Subway and fast food and junk and they buy new shoes and a new iPhone and they trash their fucking bodies. So let's not take the exceptions to the rule or like the fringes. Let's look at the bell curve. Most people that buy food in this country buy garbage. They make terrible fucking choices. They don't have money because they spend a lot of their fucking money. They waste their fucking money. They get more money. They get a raise or whatever, and they just spend more. So the quickest way to have more money is to spend less and make better choices. And how do you spend less money? You spend less money on medications because you're buying better food. You're eating less of that food because you're getting more nutrient-dense food. And I'm not saying everyone can do the same thing as everyone else. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is people in this country are definitely eating food and they're spending money to eat the food. What food are they spending it on? You tell me. You tell me. The line is around the block at every fast food place. You tell me what they're spending money on. They're spending money on shit. The same money that could be spent on other things, they're spending it on shit. So it's their choice. It's a choice. A lot of this stuff, the biggest problem is based on the choices. It's based on the choices that are being made. The medical community has so much fat bias and it's damaging. And this report is going to further damage children. There's no fat bias. Being fat is unhealthy. It's not bias. Facts are not biased. They're facts. Like the reality is not a bias. Like when it comes to obesity, it's just not good for you. I think we should get to the cause. And the cause is what's going in the face hole. What are your habits like? What's your sleep like? All these other things, seven pillars we talk about all the time. We need to make it so we understand the cause. Because some of those have been done and they've been surprising. How's this going? 85% of the reason, 50 to 85% of the reason people are fat is because of genetics. I'm sorry. Say that again. Say that stupid again in my, say it to my face again. Have been done and they've been surprising. 85% of the reason, 50 to 85% of the reason people... 50 to 85%, that's a hell of a range, is genetics. Get the absolute fuck out of here. take a big step back. Get the fuck out of here. And literally... Fuck your own face! Shut up. All right. I agree with some of the things you were saying based on context. What is the fuck out of here? Yeah, 50 to 85% is... Fuck... Our fat is because of genetics. We need to understand this disease before we are prescribing teenagers pills. We do understand the disease, and I do agree we shouldn't be just prescribing pills. However, the incentive, God, your face, the incentive is to make money off the pills. So parents, do a better job, feed your kids better, educate them better. This goes all the way up and down. It it starts at the bottom, not the top. So, oh my God, everything at the top, we need to understand it's never going to happen from the top. Stop looking to the fucking government. Stop looking to the daddy FDA. They don't give a shit about you. They don't fucking care. Okay. Stop looking elsewhere for your help. Can everyone can we stop looking elsewhere? Stop looking for some, no one's going to save you. No one. Can you stop? And permanent surgery that is. Agreed. Fine. It's very hard surgery. Fine. How can we be prescribing these things when we don't yet know the cause? We know the, Jesus Christ. We know the, so frustrated. No shit. We know the cause. Okay. 
You're over there drinking liter cola. We know the cause. Okay. We know the cause. I agree. Weight loss surgery, castration, any kind of gender surgery. This is all child abuse. I think it's fucked up. That doesn't solve the issue. A lot of people get lap band or gastric bypass. They gain the weight back because their habits still suck. They don't change their fucking habits. So that's absolutely essential to understand. Um, so yeah, I mean, there you have it. <sighs> okay. Um, enjoy your triple masks. I don't disagree with what she was saying, but we know the cause. We know the cause. It's terrible fucking habits, but just understand no one's going to save you. That's the point I was trying to make. I was trying to think about where I was going with that. No one's going to save you. No one's coming to help you. No one's going to walk you through how to eat properly. No one's going to show you how to exercise and no one's going to do this. No one's going to do this. I mean, you there's tons of videos. You listen to the podcast, you ask questions, but bottom line, you're going to do it yourself. No one's going to do it for you is my point. No one's going to do it for you. It's not going to start with the Congress and the Senate. It's not going to start with, it's not going to start with anything but yourself. No one's going to take care of you. No one's going to teach you how to be healthy. If you're waiting for this to be on MSNBC for like, hey, proper exercise technique, get the fuck out of here. They just want you to get nine fucking shots and drop dead. Like that's all that these, they don't care because these pharmaceutical companies just pay their fucking bills. They pay all their ads. They fund these goddamn liberal corporations. They just, they, they run ads on CNN, MSNBC, and they just, they don't give a fuck. They want to make profit. They all these companies want to make profit. Focus on doing it yourself. If you need to get healthier and you need to, you know, improve, it's you. You need to do it. I'm not going to do it for you. No one else is going to do it for you. You have to do it. No one's coming to help you. No one's coming to help you. You go to the hospital, they're going to fucking prescribe something to you. You go to the doctor, they're going to prescribe something to you. That doesn't help you. That treats symptoms. It doesn't treat the problem. It might treat one symptom or one issue, and then you get 15 fucking side effects. Then you need another medication for those side effects. And that medication that treats that one side effect, the worst one, that's going to have other side effects. And then you don't know which thing is fucking you up because now you have other things that are fucking you up. And then you don't know which thing's fucking you up. So you take something else. And before you know it, you're on 10 fucking meds. And then you're in a wheelchair when you're 60. All right. Uh, let's do... Uh, let's do one more. This one's relatively short. This one says obese people, higher chance of death. Okay. That's just a fact. Uh, this is a response to, (coughs) this one is response to a question. Actually it's Saturday. So we, maybe we'll just do two more. Uh, pick one, pick one. Number one, number two. Uh, let's do the, uh, is that one too long? No, it's really long. We're not gonna do that one. We'll do that Tuesday. Uh, this is a response to a question because people who are obese have a higher chance to die higher chance of, okay. Wow. This is barely legible because people who are obese have a higher chance to die, a higher chance of health problems, worse living conditions, et cetera. That's why it should not be a thing that is praised. Yeah. It's not healthy to be obese. All right. Let's see what the complaint is here. What's in the box? These things hurt this person's feelings. I'm sure. Um, Okay, nice hair. Ooh, this one says people who are, are obese but my Android. have a higher chance to die. Um, yep. I hate to tell you this, but we all have it's true. the same chance of dying. That is a straight up, 
holy shit, we don't all have the same chance of dying. We're not talking about car accidents. We're talking about literally, we don't all have the same chance of dying. We're all going to die, but we don't all have the same chance of dying. The high risk from an unnecessary preventative death, we don't all have the same risk. So that's false. Unless you got experimental gene therapy. 100%. Nope. Uh, have a higher chance of health problems. Yep. All oppressed people do actually. It's uh... um, all oppressed people do actually. Well, I have long hair and a beard, so I am a minority. I am, I am marginalized because of my long hair and beard. People call me names because of my long hair, so I'm oppressed, and I don't have a higher chance of health problems. So this is nonsense again. Okay. All, uh, all oppressed Health people. Health problems, all oppressed people do, actually. They it's don't. Uh, due That's to the stupid. oppression itself. It's not. Worst living conditions. Oh, sweetie, that is oppression-induced poverty. A lot of people are poor. That has nothing to do with oppression. It depends on how you're defining what oppression is and how you're justifying that. She's obviously just blanket-terming it like, oh, black people. There's a lot of poor white people. Get the fuck out of here. Like, <clears throat> do y'all hear yourselves? Like, honestly, do you like type this stuff out and then as she's typing all this stuff out, text on the screen and saying stupid shit, read it out loud back to yourself and think that it sounds good. Okay. Let me just clarify here. Uh, I know this is super cringe and I keep posting it and everyone's like, oh my God, this is nails on a chalkboard. Her at on TikTok, just so you know where this is coming from. It says, yes, I'm glorifying obesity. Any questions? Any questions? Her account is titled, Yes, I'm Glorifying Obesity. Well, there's your answer right there. There's nothing to glorify. It's disgusting. It is a product of terrible lifestyle habits. It is a disease, but it's an outcome of poor lifestyle habits. It's cause and effect. It's very obvious. And it's not always just the calories in. You know, I can't do this. It's the type of food you're consuming. It's your other habits. It's your exposure to environmental toxins and estrogenics. A lot of these people are pumping themselves full of birth control and all sorts of chemical garbage and Febreze and perfumes. And yeah, all these layers and all these layers of sediment are completely interrupting their endocrine system and causing them to store fat and to fuck up their cortisol levels. And obviously their mental health is in the absolute shitter. So that doesn't help either. What is the, what is the <sighs> thought process here? I think you need to... You know, edit your thoughts. Uh, a bit uh, it's like you're not even trying anymore. Shut up. Y'all gotta remember, I have dealt with trolls from like the mid 2000s. You gotta up your game. Remember, knowledge is power. I've been dealing with trolls since the mid 2000s. Well, if you are a troll yourself and you live with trolls, like, of course, fucking like under a bridge. Shocker, you've dealt with trolls. I mean, not surprised. All right. So we'll stop with that. But I mean, look, anytime you have this activist approach, talk about a biased approach. Now she's welcome to her own opinion. That's fine. Free country. Um, in theory, you're supposed, you can say what you want, but if you say, yes, I'm glorifying obesity, that's fundamentally gross. You're promoting you're glorifying it. So you're not just saying, hey, I'm talking about obesity. I'm obese and I'm working on loving myself or whatever and I'm taking care of myself. No, you're promoting people's, you're promoting disease. You're promoting death. You're promoting evil, essentially. Uh, you're promoting all the worst parts of our society 
to others. And you're blaming, well, what about oppression? What about this? You're just pretending to be a victim. You're trying so hard to not put in any effort and you're looking for love and attention by being sick, by not, by destroying your body. You're the one that, again, if you're doing this and like, for example, for her, you're the one that loses. We don't lose. And I'm not saying it's us versus them. And like, we, I want her to lose. Losing is dying miserably and having diabetes and losing a limb. Like she's the one that's suffering. We're all eating healthy, exercising, following the seven pillars, like doing great, doing great fam. So who's losing? It's not her. I get pissed off at people like her because she's glorifying obesity. There are very weak people out there that are coming across this content. Any of you watching live, some of you who say you joined this wolf fam or you found the podcast, but you were susceptible to this type of thing. There are a lot of weak people that are coming, that are beaten down by the poor economy, right? The inflationary currency. They're working like they're working 20 fucking hours a day. They have kids. They're stressed out. They don't have, they, they don't perceive that they have time. They don't see the value. They, they're just under so many layers of fuckery that they're stressed out. They come across this kind of content and they're susceptible to being hijacked by it because it's easy because you just change a hashtag. You don't have to put in any work. All you just say is, oh, it's everyone else's fault. I'm being oppressed. I'm being oppressed. It's your fault. You literally just give up all your authority, all your bodily autonomy. You give up all your own personal responsibility, blame everyone else. And then you continue to cascade an avalanche down into the depths of fucking hell. So you just completely just give up and it gets worse. But in your mind, you think you're doing something powerful just because you're just, you're complaining and blaming everyone else. It's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. Um, Grizzly, I used to do what she did. And then I pulled my head out of my ass and saw the fucking light. I look back on that now. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I was a Matt Damon. There you go. Well, appreciate for admitting it and for putting it out there. But the thing is that little voice is there for everyone because it's very enticing, right? It's a, it's very enticing to do that. It's very enticing to, to blame other people for your problems because it doesn't take any effort. You're outsourcing the blame. You're salvaging your own ego. It's not me. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I didn't do it. It was that. So I'm in the clear. It's just defaulting to your ego. It's not taking any fucking humility into account and realizing, shit, maybe I was taught poorly by my parents. I was taught poorly by the government. I was indoctrinated in schools and lied to about the fucking food pyramid. Yeah, we all were. Welcome to the club. Welcome to reality. We all were. Okay, what are you doing about it now? That's the question. It might not be your fault, but it's your responsibility. What are you doing moving forward? If it's to complain and keep on continuing to blame other people, you're the problem now. Now you're the problem. You took up the mantle, like now you just picked up the torch and now you are the problem. So you're perpetuating the problem rather than realizing, fuck, I got fucked over. We all did. We're continuing to get fucked over, but people that got swole pilled and now you see the light and you start actually taking action. Yeah, it's an uphill battle, but what else is new? That's why it's valuable. That's why it's, that's why it's honorable. That's why it's moral. That's why it's our passion. That's why we are so steadfast in how we approach the seven pillars in our life. That's why we're not making excuses. We're not blaming anyone else for what we're doing. If I make a choice today, who, no one's making that choice for me. I'm making a choice. What I put in my mouth is my fucking choice. Unless you're being held at gunpoint, that's fucked up. And you're force fed. Like you better eat this or I'll blow your head off. 
yeah, I would eat it too, probably. But that's being kidnapped or held under house arrest, like, you know, held against your will. That's a fucking whole other ball of wax. But no one's having that situation that's listening to this podcast. So it's your responsibility. So what are you doing? What you put in your mouth is your choice. What you spend your money on is your choice. I'm not talking about electricity bills. I'm not talking about your car insurance. I'm talking about, I mean, those are still your choices. You don't have to pay your car insurance. It's not going to work out well. You don't have to pay your electricity. Not going to work out well, but it's your choice. Just understand that all these things are your choice. You can make choices about what you spend your money on. But Papa Swole, you only have $50 a week for food. Okay, so you better make some good choices, don't you think? 50 bucks a week. You can eat healthy on $50 a week. You might not be able to get absolutely fucking jacked out of your mind with enough protein, but you can get beef. 50 bucks a week, you can get five pounds of beef, six pounds of beef, maybe five pounds of beef, ground beef. Get some rice, beef and rice. Get a little bit of fruit, maybe a couple of veggies or something, depending on what bothers you or what doesn't. Beef and sweet potatoes, right? Think about that. Beef and sweet potatoes. If beef, even if like a grain fed beef is $6 a pound, 30 bucks, sweet potatoes, usually a dollar a pound, 79 cents a pound. What do you think? Six pounds of beef, five pound bag of rice, and maybe, I don't know, some bananas, bag of, bag of apples or something like that. 50 bucks. A lot of people have some more than that. Or just do beef. Just do beef and some liver. Get some organs. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's options. In other words, you have a choice of what to purchase. If you have only, and I'm not saying it's luxurious, but if you only have $50 a week for food, you shouldn't have, like if you have, I only have $50 a week, you shouldn't have Netflix. You shouldn't have Hulu or Disney Plus. You shouldn't be going out to eat. You shouldn't have the latest iPhone. You shouldn't have brand new fucking shoes like all the time. You shouldn't be spending your money on a monster energy drink in the morning. Like if you buy a monster energy drink, was at three bucks, four bucks, five bucks. I don't care. I don't know where you were or where you're buying it from. Some places overcharged for shit. I mean, that's garbage anyway, but let's say you spend, let's say it's $3 for a monster, whatever the fuck it is. $3 a day. Let's say you work five days a week. So that's $20. 20, 20, uh, days, 20, like five, if you just say there's 30 days, right? So five days a week, 20 times three, it's 60 bucks a month. So if you say you only have 50 bucks a week for food, no, you don't. Now you have $65 a week. You just increased your food spend by like 25% or 24, whatever percent. Because you buy a pack of gum or a monster or coffee. It's like, stop wasting your money on shit. It all counts. It's all money. It's all money. It's all money. You don't think it is because it's just like change or it's a couple bucks. That fucking adds up. You buy that and you buy a pack of cigarettes. Pack of cigarettes, 10 bucks, 15 bucks. What New York is like 20 bucks, whatever it is. And you have two packs uh, a week. So let's just say that's 30 bucks. That's $120 a month. Like, what are your fucking excuses? Or you buy a six pack. Okay, that's going to cost you 10 bucks, five bucks, 15 bucks. People are like, no, I, I drink Keystone Light. Ugh. 
Okay. You get my point. If you add up all the shit that you do and you don't just tune out and you plug into your life and you take responsibility, you can make a lot of positive changes. You, you know, you, what you could also do, you ready for this? Okay. You can go like, whether it's a Publix down here in Florida, you go to any, far, go to not farmer's market, but you can go to um, like the meat counter, go to a butcher, go to these places. And a lot of times a store, like the manager, the produce manager, or the meat guy, a lot of times they'll take things off a shelf because it's past a, it's past a date. All right. Ask them because sometimes they'll be like, okay, you know, best buy, whatever, but then it didn't sell as well. They'll try to, no, they'll run a special. It's like buy one, buy two for five or a discount. Okay. After that, they'll a lot of times toss it. Maybe someone will take it home, but you can ask, Hey, do you have any, you know, almost expired stuff that you just took it off the shelf that I can purchase or that I can have? Like, I'm just looking to save some money. I don't have a lot for food or whatever. Like, you know, it's still good. You can freeze it. You can get it. It's past the expiration date or something. That doesn't mean it's bad. They usually give it a buffer of a week or two. Legally, it's just a liability that they're not going to roll with. So you can often find things that are maybe going out of stock or they're going to be taken off the shelf because they have a new shipment in and they didn't sell it in time. Oh, well, and they're going to toss it. I'm not saying go garbage or dumpster diving, but you can ask them. Sometimes they might be able to hook you up. Like, yeah, we just took like 10 pounds of beef off this. So you want it? 50% off. We'll just, and, they, and they print out a little ticker, you know, whatever back there by the meat counter and slap it on there. I've never done it, but I've seen people do it. And you'll get like 50% off maybe for meat that, you know, they no longer can sell. And then you can, and then you can pay and you get 50% off. And then you go and you put it in your freezer. And it's going to stay good for a couple more weeks or you cook it all up and then you put it right. So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. These are good strategies and people usually don't ask or don't think like that because they don't know how it works behind the scenes. There you go. Matt, the great, anyone else got strategies? You could drop in the comments. Uh, Matt, the great, I always buy meat that's been marked down. Most stores will mark shit down a few days before they can sell it or before they can't sell it anymore. Yeah, for sure. You'll see buy one, get one free or something. Like if you ever see fruit at a store and there's a this epic sale where it's like buy three for five, a lot of times they overstocked. And that's what the produce managers and the meat guys, that's what the managers out there taking notes and writing stuff down. If something's selling like crazy, boom, 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 boom. And then they put in a big order because it's flying off the shelves and no one buys it. Fuck, we overbought they have to drop it and make it a sale. And they might take a loss. And of course, if they don't do a good job, they might lose their job over time if they're losing money. But they have to stock, not overstock, but they have to meet demand, but they don't want to overbuy. Depending on the, the holidays, certain things are going to sell during November and December, but they won't sell in January. So they have to manage that. And sometimes they overbuy, so they drop it on sale. And then after a while, they just can't put it out anymore. It's like, we're going to put something that's going to expire tomorrow. They're not going to do that. They'll just toss it or junk it or an employee will take it home or they'll... Maybe you can get a discount. Um, if anyone were, I mean, these are just things that I'm aware of. If I'm wrong, correct me, but it depends on where you live. Just don't be afraid to ask. Like they'd be happy to sell it to you for 50% off. Otherwise it's going to go in the trash. It's fucking, uh, Cassie says, yep, we have a program at the store I work at called flash flash foods. They put items that are close to expiring or are expired, but look good and sell it for cheap. It's really sad how much the grocery stores throw away. Uh, it's, 
it's epic. A lot of times they lock their dumpsters because people are aware of that and they'll go and they'll take home pounds and pounds. I think a member posted, I think a member posted months ago and was showing like, holy shit, I just got all this stuff with the, like it was going to be expiring, but he showed like his chest freezer or something. And it was like packed to the brim of all these foods that a store was like, just giving, like gave it to him or something like literally gave him some of this, like just because there was like going to expire, but it's not bad. You freeze it. Boom. Uh, Cassie says dumpster diving is great. If you follow some health strategies and use your senses. Oh, so you get, you get into dumpster diving. You go in there. All right. I eat more than 50% for free in the winter when I can die of lots of fun too. I mean, to each their own, right? It's kind of like going to garage sales or flea markets or buying auctioned off uh, storage bins. You know, it's kind of like a, the rush of finding something. All right. If you can legally do it and some, I mean, it's a risk for the stores, but some places will be like, yeah, go like, Hey, can I, are you throwing anything like in the bag? Like, yeah, if, like, if they're going to, if they're going to throw it in the dumpster anyway, I think there's also potential liability. Some places might like discourage it because then if you take some, but like once they might say a lot of times they say what they have to actually physically put it in because if they just hand it to you out back, then they're actually giving you something that maybe it's expired. But if you put it in the dumpster, it's like, you know, they might put it in there and then you take it. It's like, well, we put it in the trash. Like if someone takes it out, that's their, you know what I'm saying? So if they're just giving you expired food, then the liability is on them. However, if they put it past that threshold in the dumpster and like just lay it on top and then you take it out. Oh, I threw it out and they took it. Anyway, I know we went long on that, but um, do we ever not? Because, because. You know what I'm saying? All right, fam, let's do a little swole card give away. Let's raffle it off today. We have so many awesome swole fan posts. God, we always have so many fucking awesome swole fan posts. Um, I don't know if we can give this away. I, I, I might just be a, it might be a fucking swole fan post or fucking lit today. Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, I think we know. I think we know. I think we know exactly where it's going. But let's raffle it off. Falcon, take us away. Let's go. I mean, it's a swole slot card. It's a swole slot card after all. You know what I'm saying? There's a tainty man. Look at that tainty man. Tainty man goes, just like Five go goes west. Tainty man goes west. Tainty man goes west. Uh, Fam-wise, I think we all know. Uh, Kylie, talk about a swole slut. Congratulations. Come on now. Congratulations. Come on now. Um, if there was ever a ridiculous swole slut, it's Kylie from our Facebook group post. Uh, make sure you go in there and let Kylie know that she won today's swole card. I think we'd all like slap ourselves in the tits if it didn't go to Kylie. Uh, size 26 to a size four, a year and a half post-op gastric sleeve, 180 pounds down. Fantastic. Obviously, uh, gastric surgery is not for everyone, but it can be dramatically effective if you pair it, fam, with, of course, proper nutrition. And we're talking about it earlier uh, for a lot of people. It you can gain it back if your habits don't change. But if you stay up to it and stay on it like uh, Kylie is, that's fucking awesome. So congratulations, Kylie. You are a very, very welcome. And we wish you the continued success and to keep on crushing, keep us posted. And uh, don't be shy with those before and afters. That's fucking awesome. Look at that. And I think we agreed. It, it looks drastic because uh, she's wearing glasses. So keep that in mind. She's wearing glasses and she changed her phone case. She changed her phone case, so that's the reason. Now, let's give her a... Yeah, that's the reason why she looks better, right? It's the lighting. 
it's the phone case and the glasses. So Kylie, if you could do a before and after, if you could match that first one uh, without the glasses and with the old phone case, then we can get, I think, a little bit of a better perspective. Just to be honest, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I think it's a different person. I'm just kidding. Uh, congr- <laughs> congratulations, Kylie. Send us that email, supportsalnormous.com, swole card 2444. Uh, in the subject or mailing address in the body of the email. Now let's nut this beach. Congratulations, Kylie. Congratulations. Fantastic. Make sure, fam, if you're doing before and afters, use the same cell phone key, the case. Use the same cell phone case. And if you wear glasses in your app, I mean, come on, that just changes the entire picture and we can't tell if it's you or not, all right? These are classic fat phobic manipulations for before and afters classic fat phobic manipulations to put the glasses on you put the glasses on it skews the whole picture but you know it is what it is (laughs) congratulations kylie looking literally like a different person unreal good for you good for you fucking ridiculous uh let's get some soundboard requests crying in baseball kylie if you have a uh if you have a soundboard request, Kylie, we got you. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying in baseball! Make sure you go check out that overtime for the DWG. Oh, I got the thumbnail. Exclusively for members inside Swole TV, Bishas. Check this out, fam. Check out the brand new Driving While Gaining inside the overtime. M&Ms are gay. Go check it out. Uncensored. Go make sure you get, make sure you go check that shit out. M&Ms are gay. That's right. Didn't we all know that? Ooh. Something about your face. That's a good one. Good choice. Good choice. I gotta boost that volume. Can I get that in time? Hell yeah! Ooh, hairy legs. I got hairy legs. We gotta boost that face one. See if I can do that quick. Something about your face. God damn it, I don't know what it is about your face. There we go. But I want to deliver one of these right in your suckle. Is there anything I can do to work on that? No, so not really. It's your face. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. Coast to coast. Very nice. Very nice. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Famwise, you have just completed another episode of the greatest man cast in the realm. How does it feel? You feel that tingle on your nips right now? Of course you do. Of course you do. 
That's what happens at the end of an episode. Get used to it. You get addicted to it. You get addicted to the fucking rush. Thanks for being here. Leave us a review, by the way, on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. By the way, there's a poll during every episode. I put a poll under the Spotify. You can also leave a question or leave a response to what you thought about the episode in the Spotify app. It's pretty awesome. So uh, make sure you check out those polls in the app. Uh, leave us a review. Congratulations, Kylie, on winning the card and losing a fucking legit, like, full-blown obese human being. And... Uh, Yesterday's overtime segment in Swole TV. Join now, SwoleNormousX.com. Get access to all the uncensored content, like overtime, accountability meetings, roundtable. Listen to the roundtable that we did on Thursday. If you missed it, it's available. All the stuff. You have a lot of content for the rest of your day. And of course, tomorrow is Ask Papa Swoleo Live. So askpapaswoleo.com uh, in the show notes below. Submit a question. That way we can get to it tomorrow. We're just going to do pure questions tomorrow. It's the Red, White, and Swole Sunday Funny Q&A. So we'll go deep with questions, lots of questions tomorrow. We'll see you there for 2445. Peace, McGee's Deuce, McGoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 out. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO, trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? Want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now the king left in